deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is Poog. Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, Nosers, positive positive antigen, pina colada. Well, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I got (laughs) COVID-19. Well done, Kate. Well said. It's amazing how much can change in a week. When did we last record? About a week ago, if you can imagine, because we really pushed it to the end. And, you know, that cough people heard. Honey, it was real. Was a COVID cough. I, in the period since we recorded, I confirmed my positive result Went through the worst of it, which I'm very lucky to say was not bad. Yeah. And I'm now fully kind of on the other side. Caperlant, folks. It's funny when something becomes utterly mundane that was so significant. You know, like to have a mild case of COVID. Losing one's virginity. Yeah, absolutely. COVID. Yeah, classics. Like, did it hurt? Well. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) You look gorgeous thanks i had a thing where my hair was okay you ever do this you pull a sweatshirt or a sweater ideally over your your head and you don't pull your hair out from inside the sweatshirt it stays in there do you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course the bob and then you get to pretend you have short hair you get to pretend you have a bob and there's something about it that i'm like oh i never look better than i do when it's in there mm. I think about this a lot. What you're referring to is not all the hair still gathered in it, but just a little bit. Because mm. when, you, when you pop the front out, is that what you mean? Like, there's something for me that's very, it's very Carrie Bradshaw. I wish I could tell you exactly what episode, but oh, a, yeah. a, a woman with longish hair putting on a coat and not untucking the hair. Oh, that's, 
New York City fashion. My mother <laughs> must. We always get into a little scuffle over this because from time to time, I'll put a jacket on, keep my hair in, and she goes, "Bring your hair out." She's like, "Untuck your hair," and I'm like, "No, I'm sexual, and I'm yes. keeping my hair in my coat." Yes, I'm sexual. It's like no to ugh. me. That is, there's nothing chicer than being contained in the coat if you have the long hair. I actually did mean the full, and I think it's because, like, you can't force it after. I'm trying right now to force it after to create the effect. No, you can't recreate. Because it's usually when you pull it down, it's really, like, covers the ears. And you're just this woman who's, like, living her life. It speaks this idea that you've just pulled on a sweater, Mm -hmm. which is different Mm -hmm. than merely wearing a sweater. To have just pulled one on is to say... It suggests movement. Yes. It's like you're in motion. You're in, because there's something that happens to me sometimes waking up in in the morning in like a semi chilly house, Mm. getting out of bed, pulling on the sweatshirt to go make coffee. Mm, There it is, folks. Like that is (laughs) heaven. That's good. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And I think I'm sort of jumping to this fantasy of, you know, I'm imagining myself as this kind of other woman who who goes out back and the friends are there and it's getting a little chilly and, Mm. oh, I just pulled on a sweater right over my head and it's not for 40 minutes that the hair comes out as a result of whatever yeah mid-story you pull it out yeah you also get to pretend you're not vain almost when it actually is vanity at play right because you're like look how unbearably beautiful i am with my hair tucked in you it's kind of maybe inherently erotic to you know cover up the hair right can't we cover up something can't give me something to cover I kind of want to get back to my COVID. No, I do too. <laughs> I want the COVID to be kind of the... Well, um, I'll say, because I am bedrock. fascinated by the, the dates around all of this. So I'm technically like on the seventh day since my symptoms started, which were, again, always mild, but I had fatigue, which felt unusual because I was so... We had just traveled together. we just gone on a beautiful trip together mm-hmm. with a friend of ours. You know, who knows, but I'm convinced that I contracted on the plane ride back. And this is more just my little story I tell myself, but we were surrounded by, there were specifically two men who really didn't want to put those masks on. Remember we were whispering, it's always men. Yeah, well, it quite frankly is. And we told the flight attendants like, and these gals didn't really care. In fact, one of them, I looked over. Yeah, I want to talk about it actually. Yeah, I was really upset because one of them was having a full conversation with this guy about who God knows what. And he had his mask completely off and she was just joyfully had her head right next to his mouth. The flight attendant or? Yeah. No, yeah, the flight attendant oh, had, not just was talking girl. to okay. him with no mask on. I was like, well, that's strange. But I noticed immediately the man who was right in front of us had it down around his nose was never covered. And so the boldness I mean, was I which. know it's been said, but nosers, there's something about them that's no, I know it's a very specific. Breed. I mean, it's I can't say it's more maddening, but it is distinctly maddening. Yeah. It's its own uh, madness. It and its own. we dealt with a few <laughs> nosers, you and me. We absolutely did. And I was really impressed because you did a active eye roll. Yeah. You oh, did I an go active hard. eye roll. We were in with a long airport line with a major noser. And, you know. I get afraid because you're in a I long get turned line. on. It gets me excited. <laughs> or remember, oh my God, now I want to go back and remember. There was one guy who didn't have his mask on at all. It was under his chin. And he was with these two women. And then I was horrified to see there was like sexuality between one of them. Like mm-hmm. I was like, wait, that's his girlfriend. I was devastated for her. Then <laughs> I started to get more and more heated because we were in this, like, I was in this line for so yeah. long. And what was my big line I wanted to say to him? Oh, oh, I know what it was. Wait, don't remind me. I just remembered. But I want you to remember. All right, you ready to deliver it? You can't deliver your own joke. All right, hold on. On air. Is it this? Can I have your mother's phone number? Because I'd like to call her and tell her she's a whore. (laughs) And that she raised her son poorly. It was like the follow-up. Yeah, no, no, I just wanted to say, that's in my big anger. I was like, I want to just say, oh, hey, can I get your mom's number? I just want to call and tell her she's a whore. I wanted to get into a fight with this guy. It was just. He was, he was peacocking. And also he was speaking very loudly and he, he was peacocking. He loved being with these two girls. I mean, I just, everything about him. In a long, 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 long line. Long Of people line. at an airport. Everyone's doing their. 
everybody else is masked. How can he look around with no self-consciousness? Like, oh, and that was my other line for him. To oh, cut yeah. In. I wanted to say, please. Sorry, would you mind putting on your mask? We both have cancer, which is something oh, that's almost right. like, what do you need to hear to make the severity of the situation matter? Yeah. We spent some time on this in line, actually, because I was like, no, when you say that you would say to him, we have cancer, like you put it on, we have cancer, the two of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not laughing at cancer, to be clear. <laughs> to be absolutely clear, I want to know if you were fantasizing about that, where is he supposed to believe us or is he supposed to well, know Well, there's nothing it? you can say to that. He can't say to if us. If he knows it's a lie, you but can't the, say. To me, it highlights your lack mm-hmm. of concern for the health of people around you. It's not about your own individual discomfort. It's about yeah protecting people from what you might be carrying, whatever health issues people have that might not be directly what if he said obvious actually i have cancer i would have gone well show me the fucking paperwork right and then he goes show me yours i go (laughs) (laughs) i didn't start a fight with him but oh so i'll just say on the plane ride home one of these guys didn't want to wear their mask was in the aisle across and i was watching him because he did this really pathetic display with the flight attendant about the wine. I saw him kind of consulting the menu. I saw him talking to her. This is when she was talking to him. He had no mask on. And then she disappears. She disappears, comes back with two full bottles of, Mm -hmm. you know, just the shit Delta wine. And he's really looking at the labels, pouring over them going, Oh God, which one am I going to do? And he's doing this whole performance then he, she returns with a beer and a glass of one of those wines for him and she goes away and I watch him savoring the the, the sip of <laughs> yep. wine and letting it roll in his <laughs> mouth and he even does so much just to kind of do a, you know, his exactly. head's moving back and forth. He's trying to understand what, what exactly is going on here. Oh my God. To watch him doing that and just watch him down the wine, down the beer, and then I'll say that when we landed, I noticed he was getting something out of the overhead and the flight attendant happened to be kind of hovering near him. And I couldn't hear exactly what was said, but I just heard the words full medium bodied. He was still no, talking about the no, wine. No, no, and no, she no, looked no, completely no. disinterested. I'm like, leave her alone. I just heard him go, yeah, medium bodied. He's still talking about the wine. I really oh, like. I have so many mosquito bites, Jacqueline. Oh, really? Oh, my God. My leg. You know what you're supposed to do, right? What? Not, Not itch him? Itch. Oh, I know. I itch around. I go tantric with it. I know. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> It really does. Itching around, though, I wonder, is it drawing the histamines anyway? You know, Don't it's say just, it. Oh. Or scratching around. I always forget I say itching. Oh, uh, which is, you know, everyone knows. Scratch and itch. I saw a doctor. Well, on, online, of course. But a doctor say itching to mean scratching. <laughs> I was shocked. I've also seen, you know, I appreciate this, shocking. actually. Vets referring to the front legs of a cat as arms and they're not doing it as a joke and I appreciate it because it's like, <laughs> yeah, totally. let's get real. Half let's, the time, those are her arms. We're humans. We're looking at animals. It, it's not, it makes sense. We're going to look yeah. through the I mean, prism of our own bodies. When they're, when they're able to grab things with their hand, a ball, yeah, and toss it back and forth, I mean, there are times when their paw is a hand. Let's get, let's get, abs- let's get absolutely real. Oh yeah, real. full dexterity. And when they're seated on their legs, and their hands are going around in the air. I mean, what, yeah, what, what those wildly. legs? No. Yeah. Anyway, I think I got it from him. I'll never know. But that's the little story I've told myself. I'm very grateful that you seem to have dodged it. Well, I mean, a classic <laughs> dynamic. Me awoken by the news. We know that I awaken every morning with a dry throat. And that's why I start most days with the steam. Mm. That flew out of my mind, of course. Of course. I was like, I guess I have it too. Well, I also want to... You're like, you do, babe. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, babe, it's COVID. (laughs) We all know testing is very confusing, but I'm shocked to say that with full symptoms, I got two negative rapids and two negative PCRs, which is quite alarming to me. I felt fully ill and had two negative PCRs. You got... All you got was one antigen. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were skipping over. One at-home rapid tested positive. I woke up in the morning one day sounding like absolute shit my cough was pretty bad yeah and i took an at home and it was positive but 
Oh, this is like regaling someone with your dreams, regaling someone with their COVID symptoms. I mean, I, well, I, both I, are interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just say that my symptoms really were a cold, but not even a bad one. I'm so grateful I didn't get sick in a real way, but no loss of taste and smell and no sore throat. Sore throats are my just God. so depressing. I've been prone the to them my whole comfort. life. Strep every year as a kid. You got to get a culture to test yes. if it's strep. Oh, I, the, the strep culture. I mean, that's like the culture of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant actually, well, both, I guess I meant, but I meant the culture is in the swabbing your throat to oh. get the culture. Oh, I know. That's oh, I what thought I mean. meant the culture around strep throat because I believe in that as well. Well, here's what's strange in that moment. I know what you meant about getting a throat culture because I would get throat cultures constantly to see if there was strep throat. But in the moment that I said that was the culture <laughs> of my childhood, the word culture as a throat culture disappeared for me. Oh, it disappeared. Not That's interesting. Fine. Okay, so... Um, no, keep it. <laughs> no. So remember on the last poog where I was horrified by my canker sores? Honey. Exactly, COVID folks. symptoms. So I... So this is the weirdest symptom I had. Yesterday, my teeth were aching. They were sensitive. It was like breathing in air kind of hurt them. And I was like... So I immediately Google two sensitivity COVID. Hell. There it is, folks. Right there. In rare cases, some people have that. I email my dentist instantly. He responds. Love him for it. And I said, wow. Dr. Kim, two sensitivity. I said, also, I happen to have two really painful canker sores on my tongue as I was developing the virus. He said, absolutely. Two sensitivity, canker sores, mouth um, rashes. Damn. He said, I've seen A it rash. all. Can you believe it's called freaking kanka. By the way, so my canker sores are gone. Thank God. My bitten lip, which was hell. My mouth is is healed. Thank God. Wait. Okay. A big part of misting for me is the delivery mechanism. What mist is that? Neogen Real Ferment Micro Mist. Oh. 90% bioferment complex. As you know, fermented ingredients are the rage. 4% multivitamins, balances, clarifies, and hydrates. And... The spritz function stopped working. Oh, which no. That's hard. The whole bottle's over. runed. It's over. And, and we had um, to pry it open and decant it into another yeah, bottle. Yeah, no, it have to be with a hammer because it's fused. And delivery, I mean, we've talked about this with Drunk Elephant. That looks like a nice spritz out of that one. Because they have excellent packaging. Oh, no, she's back. Not all spritzes are the same. Like sometimes you get a mist out of a bottle that's really harsh and yeah oh no this one it's right in the sweet spot of what's it called i mean almost dare i say aerosolizing but it's non-aerosol it's a fine mist but it mm. comes with, mm. with force you're making me want to mist myself misting all you've day really, as i know i've said this on every poop but you've really changed my life when i wake up now every morning instantly i essence spray my face and it mm. just feels great let's throw to break as they say in the biz okay hold your Jesus. spritzes we'll be right back What if in 2024 you got a little better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you can do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Hey, Jacqueline, what language are you um, excited about with Babbel? French. Oh, my French is coming back. Just like in high school, baby. Uh, le... Wow. Quand j'étais en l'école, j'ai That's incredible. Thanks. I'm trying to um, eternally brush up on my Spanish, brush mm -hmm. up suggesting that I'm fluent. No, I feel, and I'm I'm too shy about my Spanish and I'm still a little too shy to um, be be using it here, you know, but um, the point is, is that, you know, it's a long-term goal, right? What can I do in the next 10 years? Imagine using Babbel for 10 years. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash poog, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. And we're back. So yeah, I mean, what more is there to say about my COVID experience? I mean, it, it is one of those things where I will say today's seven days of not seeing a soul and I'm fine. Which as we know, new for you. I was texting you earlier and I said, I've never done that. Seven days, just completely alone and in my house. Because it's mean, not that's- just seven days not socializing because I was like, that's like my whole life. Yeah. I mean, you're not even at the store. Yeah, I went on two walks when I received my first negative PCR and I was still feeling shitty, but not so shitty. I went on a walk, you know, in an isolated area. And then I went on a walk today also in an isolated area. But aside from that, I've really been indoors and I'm fine. I would think that I would maybe melt down or feel really lonely or sad, but that just didn't happen. Yeah. What is that? Is that spiritual growth? Is that? (laughs) Maybe it's that, you know, it was the fear the whole time. Yeah. Not the actuality. Totally. Like you've been avoiding a monster that isn't even there. You're exactly right. It's the relief that comes from facing the fear and it's revealed to be what it really is, a, a shadow dancing on the wall. If you told me that I would have a podcast one day, that uh-huh. alone would have shocked me. If you told me I would have a podcast and then I'd be talking about canker sores. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know. It's fine. Who cares? You mean just, like I just, you're I just horrified by the like non-artistry kind of? Yeah, just kind of like, like oh, here I am. Being artists. Like, me here being like, yeah, I had a little cough, nothing too bad. I'm like, wow. No, 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 I know. But I think we Pooga is performance art. Okay, yeah, thank you. No, I don't know if that's what it is. That's just me reaching for a term that already has some cultural meaning. But I think this doesn't have to be your work. You're an artist. Yeah, no, no. Who passes the time with a friend? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm humiliated by the endeavor. I mean, not the endeavor. I'm humiliated that, you know, let's just say spend 10 years writing and and making a film, right? Mm -hmm. It's two hours, okay? (laughs) Right. I'm, I'm afraid, like, the work I leave behind, okay, 900 hours of Poog and then, like, four hours worth of other forms or whatever yeah, 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 of course maybe we need you know poog is stricken with death <laughs> yeah just suddenly we, we die it ends we oh die all is deleted you better be recording with a secondary you know threatening now. them with the lack of archive i will say 
again, this is like boring, but I'm proud of myself. <laughs> the last seven days, I haven't been on social media at all. Mm. I think I'm like, I think I'm kind of free. I don't know. Yeah. I had to log on to cancel my shows and then I just immediately deleted it. I feel that the hours I would have logged the last week scrolling oh, endlessly yeah. messaging like that would have been a huge well i'm i'm proud you didn't use the diagnosis as sort of a well it's time to fall back on my old oh yeah yeah my old i mean i used your diagnosis to like consider an ice cream sunday lunch or whatever because we had uh journeyed together when you were i was fell ill we, we were both like oh i've got it too yeah i did sniffle once on poog last week and so so i sort of spent a day we went and got the PCRs, whatever, and uh, negative, and Andrew's negative, and as as you, as we all know, none of it means nothing. You can't trust a single goddamn <laughs> test. God, I haven't been tortured. I've just been like, I can't do it. I have to just sit here and rewatch Sex in the City, and I'm about right. to finish the series, and I'm actually savoring. It. I don't want to finish it, and oh I've God. burst into tears multiple times, twice. When um, Carrie and Stanford are at the prom and it's like, ooh, baby, please don't go. And oh, um, yeah. they're slow dancing. and I, That and, music can push you over. Oh, that the Bee Gees fucking will tank you. Frying pan to the head. Do you remember in My So-Called Life? Did you watch? I watched it once when I was 18. Loved yeah, it. Never yeah. returned. There's a like mother-daughter fashion show that Angela's avoiding, like doesn't want to be part of. It's cheesy, right now. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of like a fight with the mother and the whole thing. And at the end, she does She's it. Really but when good. she walks down the thing and they're playing, um, um, oh, Return to Innocence. Freaking Echinacea. How do you feel about, this is the jargon of parenthood that you and me as people who don't have babies don't really have cause to use. And so it's just, to me, it's jargon. Like being like, um, so-and-so's down. Meaning sick? No, sorry. Or asleep. <laughs> yeah, like I put them down. Like, will you put... Jojo down and then like being yeah, no, like Jojo's of down. Of course, I've never had need to say that. And it's yeah, we've never had need to say it because I feel like it's a little scary actually to not have needed to say it. No, it's a scary phrase. Oh, yeah, like putting like, your baby down. They're down. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe it's a fantasy. Yeah, the musings of, of childless women. You put your baby down. I was watching Sex and the City and jerking off. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, how do you feel about, it's not gilding the lily, but it is trying to make something better and making it worse. Yeah. It's like trying to be more formal. Okay. You're referring to shit as in fecal matter. Okay. Okay. But you're not trying to say shit, literally. You use the word shit the way you might use the word stuff, but then it applies to shit. So it's like a nightmare. For example, me trying to colloquially say to someone as I'm handing them fiber okay and they're struggling <laughs> okay me being like you just got to get that shit out right oh i'm like God. you gotta get that shit out and then i'm like no okay that's right, not a perfect right, example right. but like i've said shit to mean stuff but it means actually shit. refers to shit like careful there's shit everywhere no, that's, that's, one, one time me and my friend <laughs> me and my friend laura we were driving some kind of long journey and it was one of these weird situations you get in where there's somehow no food on a long drive like what like you assume that it's going to be like whatever turnpike you're used to that has a million food stops have you ever had this happen yes going miles and miles oh. and miles with nary a sign god okay like the the salivation that occurs for me when i see one of those you know green classic road signs but you see color on them. When you, you see, see like the red, when you know it's a that McDonald's. it's advertising. A, it's a Burger King. A it's a Denny's. You see primary colors adorning an otherwise green sign. And it's so far away. Mm. But me and my friend were on this trip and it was this thing where we kept, we, were, we got so hungry. But then because we were so hungry, it almost became that it had to be good. Yeah, like, that's very real. Like we stopped somewhere and it was almost like a Denny's or an IHOP, that sort of thing. And we went in. <laughs> And one of us went to the bathroom, I think it was her, and came back and was like, it's like a shit show in there. And I was, and then it was like revealed to be actual like shit. It was a shit show in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were selling tickets and we left. Oh, wow. And then we ended up at, fuck, what's this? It's a chain, an Italian restaurant. And 
to me, it'll always be like the finest meal I ever had. You know, it's like a chain family Italian restaurant. That's it's like not something the Olive like Garden, Cartucci's, obviously. but not Cartucci's. We got like the antipasta like platter mm. before getting these big bowls of pasta. It was like a roadside version of the season finale of the first season of The Sopranos, right? I think mm. it's where they go into Artie Bucco's restaurant. He's like, we're out of this and that. And it's like, whatever you got, Artie. Like oh, they're all like, the rain. don't they come in out of the rain? Carmela and Tony. Like, yeah. Oof. God damn, and I got to rewatch. Artie Bucco just bring, starts bringing out food. That whole feeling so of comfort. Like the chef's got you. Yeah. Nothing. Oh my God. Nothing I mean, I'm hungry right feeling. now. So you know what I'm going to do tonight? I have some fabulous chicken broth. I'm going to grate raw garlic into it. Mm. Squeeze a lemon, salt and pepper. And that's it, I imagine. <laughs> no, that's, that's not it. But I'm alarmed to say, yeah. What? My period has not stopped since I saw you. Really? I think it's a COVID thing. I mean, not like full Endless blown. period? Yeah, endless Permanent period. Permanent period? And my f- fucking tits are sore. Damn, hold on. The stamina to be able to hear the voice of the divine and carry through to the consequence. Wait. Who won't be crushed because someone said, I think you're going to fail. That one remark would stop you when on the other hand, you could hear the voice of heaven. You could be stopped because you need one person's approval. Excuse me? Such a weak backbone, have you? I think through all of my work, when I teach sacred contracts, which I still do, and Alan I Mace. work with people who want to know the agreements or their the contracts written in the in their soul come through in the language of archetypes or symbols. And people want to know what's my highest potential when they can't function in their lowest. Why do they always want, give me, give me, give me everything. Give me big, huge. When they can't function at the lowest, how greedy is that? But it says, God owes me. I'm owed. I want, 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 want. And it doesn't occur. What was I born to give? Can you believe her? Okay, I needed you to hear a little bit of her voice to understand. Yeah, I've never heard her. What voice. I love. Yeah. Excuse me. No. She's like, I just die for her. Anyway, what do you think you were born to give? All right, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, let's talk about. Okay, here I go. So we had this really beautiful trip with a friend of ours, and pina coladas were involved. And oh, I, and we had a big growth moment. Well, I'll tell the story and then I'll explain how I felt the other day as it, I reflected back on it. So, you know, I'm very territorial around my own food <laughs> and drink. Okay. And I'm very entitled to a bite sip or a bite. So we're dining with, with a couple and, and someone's getting um, a dessert and you're deciding whether or not to get one. And I hear you mumbling to yourself about how you have a bite of theirs. And I'm leaning over. No, like no. Listen, husband. In that situation, he offered. He said, well, you want some bites? No, but there was a different moment. I know what you're talking about, okay? There was a different moment where... And you whispered, you were like, Before he offered the bites. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do not. Do not. Like, so, like, controlling in this way. But also, it, it reveals our closeness. Like, it's something I would say to my mother, yeah. where I'm just so sure I have the right answer, that I'm yeah. just going to tell you, do not do it. You know what I mean? So there was a series of moments where I feel like I ordered pina coladas and you made more like adult choices and then were disappointed as a result. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which I mean, it's a big issue for me. Uh, Well, um, I also have a huge fear around sweetness because they trigger migraines for me and alcohol. No, absolutely. In my defense. I empower you. Yeah. Right. I empower you thus. Like, that doesn't mean you're owed one sip out of the 20 sips of my drink, right? Right. I empower you to order it and have a single sip of yours. And throw it across the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, do, I try to manage socially to not be a fucking jerk. Right. So I don't go swatting the hands away of people I'm socializing with, you know, whatever. Now, when you get really close to me, there 
I might start to feel like I can go for it and yeah, express the needs. However, I feel shame. <laughs> I right. feel, almost felt tears again. But because I know that you're, you help yourself make choices by comforting yourself with I can have the bite, you know, I can have the sip or whatever. You know what else I think is unacceptable? Not really, but are you ready? You'll love it. Mm-hmm. You might want a pina colada or you might want the, the bold drink I'm getting, but you're going to wait to taste mine to decide <laughs> if, if you'll get it. So I'm like glad mine can, my pina colada be the testing ground. And then, and then you take a little sip. No, I'm good. I don't need it. Like the, I don't need it. I don't need it. No, it's just, I, it's a gr- cool, a sip is gone from the thing I knew I wanted because I've already had a couple things where I've not blinked an eye at you taking a sip of my, trying my pina colada. And I'm not saying every single one yeah, devastated me or I was thinking about it, but there's something in me that knows that if something comes, it, it adds to my pleasure to just know the boundaries. Completely of, fair. You know, the first sip, a lot uh, of people way, want the first sip. Yeah. What? What? The first sip on a dry straw sometimes happens. It's almost like to get it out of the way. Their borrowed sip. I like went for it. And I it was like terrifying. I went well, for it. I want to be clear. I think yeah. I took one sip of your pina colada. A different there one. There was a different yeah. pina colada. That I asked yes. for a sip. And I gave it. And then you gave it. And then a As couple days later. And then me. a couple days later, you ordered a pina. I ordered a marg. And I think I heard maybe a little something, <laughs> a little comment. How is it? I think it might even before it came. I think I don't think you said anything. I think I just go and you're not having a sip. Yeah, that's what it was. And you started crying. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're not having a sip. And then and you were like, I'm gonna cry again. I love it. You like respected the boundary. Yeah. (laughs) But even more so no, it's not that you respected the boundary, that's what it was. Like you didn't abandon me for me claiming a boundary. I was proud that, of you. And you were proud. It was profound. It was. And you were so sweet because you ha- you were crying and you were like, you're not mad. And I was like, I'm not mad. I you're can't even mad. articulate how I'm not mad. The depths to which I'm not mad. Even then I was like, I already regret it. I'm a monster. You know, like I'm hideous. And then like, you actually forced the sip later. But that was for, why oh. was that? Remember? You were like, Wait, actually, try this. And I was like, yeah, so later I was like, you know, you try it. And you're like, Jacqueline, like almost like, don't go back on, yeah, on what yeah. you did. But there and was I a specific was like, no, reason. But was now it? it's different. Now it's different because I wasn't acting out of fear, obligation. I'm or pretty guilt. sure I was about 95 percent not acting out of fear, obligation and guilt. And then the most tragic thing happened, which I had ordered. I think it was a spicy mezcal beverage. I was enjoying it. Yeah. And then I thought for another round, I go, you know what? Fuck it. Oh, so I, I told yes, yes, the waiter I was say you're about out. my mezcal cocktail. I said, could you just do a little bit of agave? Not too sweet. He said, yeah. Yeah. Which is honestly key when you order a margarita. Oh, yeah. You almost always have no. to say a little like, less please, sweet. Please, no, don't do And they're do like, it. it's going to be really tart. And I'm like, like Give I me lime know. juice, squeeze it directly into my throat. Yes. That would hurt. But yeah. And um, I said, I'm going to have a pina colada. And <laughs> I said, another round for me, too. obviously my thrill is that now I'm going to have one with you. I would kill for a pina right now. Okay. (laughs) The pina colada's arrive. I'm so excited. Mine is not sweet. Mine neither. So it's like they took the (laughs) note and they produced ice with rum. Yeah. The appearance of a delicious pina colada. And by the way, your pina colada, which I had tried, was not too sweet. It was wonderful. It was not sickeningly sweet at all. That was devastating to down the whole pina with no sweetness. Oh, yeah, I still sucked it down like mother's milk. Gotta say, we, we, met, we met a great married couple that night. We had a hell of a time with them, but they're on a honeymoon. Anyway, the point is, then flash forward to we're at the airport. And this felt like real, this felt like oh, progress. I forgot about this. Yeah, this is where I thought it was going. We're at the airport. Progress for who? You? Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. <sighs> I, mean, I just, Yeah. You so really- I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Yeah. We're, in a, we're in a crowd, a little airport. I see a tiny stairwell. Mm-hmm. And I say, let's go up there. What's up there? An outdoor bar. By the way, never in my life at an airport have I seen an outdoor bar. Have you? I mean, at right the gate, in if folks, you have. Never elsewhere either. But at the gate, can you imagine? I know. On yeah, exactly. Gate. At the gate. Not like before you go through security. Into hell. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little bar. It reminded me of the Friendly's menu. I saw on the back of someone's menu, again, bright colors, kind of big, stupid colors of when they've got a drink blown up on the back of the menu. 
I see cream. I see maybe mm. red for a maraschino. Mm. You know, I see yellow. And I just go, oh, my God. And then this is always what it is for me. Is it possible that's frozen? Is it possible it's frozen? And I was like, I think they might have it. Do you think? I shut you down. I was like, I don't think so. You go, I don't see a blender back there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you saw a blender I back there. I saw a there. blender. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... To be able to have a pina in the sunshine. To have a pina. At your gate. With Are you, you kidding me? At the gate. And I really never drink when I fly. I never have until with you, really. And us having a pina, it wasn't very alcoholic in retrospect. I don't know. There was a floater of rum on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Damn. Anyway, down in the pina, floated mm, onto so the plane, good. contracted COVID. <laughs> but <laughs> I wonder if it could have been... On that little shuttle bus? I mean, there's endless possibilities, yeah. Because I started telling myself a story about how <laughs> I caused your COVID because I didn't drive you to mm. the lift area, which, by the way, it was imp- it would have been impossible <laughs> to drive to. I, I studied it after. Yeah. But I, then yesterday, suddenly I had a flashback to going, and you can't have a sip, okay? Yeah. And felt hot shame. Well, again. by the way, that's not how you said it, Jacqueline. You were like, and you can't have a sip, bitch. You were very sweet. You were scared. And you were oh like, oh my God. No, no, because you know what's so sweet about it? Yes. You made it into kind of like a joke. You're like, you're not getting a sip. Oh, you're like, right. And you're not getting a sip. Yeah. It was so sweet. And then the tears came. In. <laughs> I'm so happy you did it. Something that you. I'm so happy you felt safe with me to say, you can't have a sip. And to no, know that I would never hold it against huge. you. It's huge. It's honestly huge. And. That's Shit what like the miracles that cannot are in those small things. Profundity lies there. But yeah, like, no, there's something about our friendship that there's certain things that you, I don't know, somehow heal for me. No, no, I know what you mean. That unexpected. just are unexpected. Like, yeah. they're not what I expect almost the healing to be. Yeah. It's like. That's cool. I think you're resilient to, like, my, like, I can be a little moody with you and it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's true. Intimacy. Yeah, and yeah, we can have a little like we don't have like fights, so we can have a little spice on the text, and it's fine. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) 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 Yes, this has to be a very common thing. Like this kind of every fourth argument with a friend, you're like, we really got to stop having these conversations via text. You just can't tell what people mean. I think it was misinterpreted because it was on text is simultaneously true and a great way out of a fight that occurs on text, you know? Totally. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Have you been to London? Because I'm going to London. Have you what? Been to London? Because I'm going for the first time I've never been. Have I been? Oh, yes. yes. It's heaven. It's heaven. Like, do you have any restaurant recs? Not for now, but I'll later. send you. I'll send you some. some All right, I'll accept yeah. them from the Poog uh, community as well. I've been thinking about a loose plan of going in the summer. <sighs> thinking of finally seeing Paris. Oh, you must. As an honors French student, I I traveled. <gasps> you know, an hour to go to a French language contest in high school. I remember accepting an award in French for my some kind of special French language thing, yeah. and I've never seen Paris. So I didn't know that you were a French speaker. Well, I've refused. Although some people were able to clock my excellence via my Poirot <laughs> on our ads. Oh, on our ads. Oh, yeah, there was a French. One time, there was a French child in the waiting room of a spa of some kind, and a little French child came up to me and said, "Like, vous parlez français?" Or whatever. Okay. And I like couldn't believe it. I like had the answer. And I'm going to try it right now. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. But for whatever reason, it came out perfectly. I'm going to try it right now. Okay. Je parle un peu. Uh-huh. Not bad. Uh-huh. Oh, Speak yeah. A oh, yeah. That wasn't very good. And I don't want anyone to think I think that was good. I have a self-consciousness because my dear, dear, dear friend from childhood spent a year in Paris during childhood. Can you imagine? Oh. And... A French child. So then I was worried she'd come back sophisticated and mm. she did <laughs> uh, uh, oh right you're fake uh, french right yeah totally See, fake it just says it all right there. sounds real <gasps> fuck it's so good it's so good imagine if you had the actual words see i don't know if me knowing some of it holds me back what i get oh definitely this is really hard for me actually it to, definitely to holds you try. back no no i think it's impossible to speak yeah. a fake language if you know any of it really what, with one of your talents is they're able to produce a diversity of sounds i was just trying to do it and i was only getting like three consonants so i'm like <laughs> like see how like i keep leaning on the same sounds yeah because you know too much can you uh, do a headstand no i really any fear interest? Applying weight on the head upside down. <laughs> Maybe it's well, just me. No, I, I mean, the thing about headstands is, you know, everyone wants to do them and uh, yet not me. you Google them and it's... Crack neck? There's issues. But do keep in mind, you've never seen someone standing only on their head. Right? <laughs> what do you mean? So in that sense, yes, you're applying weight, but you're not applying your full weight. Where's the rest of the weight if not the head? In the two hands. Oh, wait, like a tripod. I the head was just a head Try to picture someone here. Try to picture someone on their head, right? Feet in the air. And then their arms at the side to their sides. Yeah. No one does that. (laughs) That's that's not what a headstand is. No, that's like if you turned like a doll upside down. I was completely picturing hands flushed down to the side. (laughs) Hands flushed down to the side of the body is often humorous. And it's very (laughs) humorous when upside down. Um, Sometimes I really get lost. I just looked out my window and something about the gentle flickering of lights in the evening. You know, I'm talking about houses, like looking at the distance and seeing the oh, little lights. Oh, to see it, to see a set of homes, and, and it's just sweet. God damn it! It just is to see little fairy little, tale like, land, little fairies. It looks like you could knock it over with your fingers, like when you see like yeah. a bunch of little houses dotting a hill. It's like a train set. Yeah, it feels like you could just yes. yeah. Did miniatures captivate you? 
Oh, yeah. My mom set up for me because I was probably jealous of my older sister's dollhouse. She showed me like how we could set up an apartment inside one of my closets. We cleared off one of the shelves, set it up in there. I think it was calico critters. Those little guys. Soft. Yeah, but but, hard. But hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) They're like fuzzy edges. But yeah, there's something really pleasing about them. I do know those. I never had those. And there was a little adhesive piece of art that we like stuck again and it lived there forever you know like when the things from someone's childhood live in their bedroom mm-hmm. as a teen fully the things that like can't be removed i had stickers on a mirror i had that those are very specific so there's still a couple stickers on the mirror yeah i like that something very supremely comforting about that but I've been pursuing the headstands. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> now I'm just picturing my headstand. Yeah, like, Kate, no. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm going to go for it. You see you, your shoulders just like <gasps> descending. Your cervical. Oh, last night I was just Googling occipital, occipitalis muscles. What's wildly. that? Which muscle is that? That's the back of the head. Oh, it's like back of the head. And it's next. They claim. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, I didn't think you were fully just saying next to me like. No, I said like neck. Next topic. Like necks make me nervous. Oh, neck. No, <laughs> but it's yeah. No, but it's. <laughs> I was did not think that was what it was, yeah. but because I was lying back on the couch and my head was against like the hard part of the couch, you know, the arm, and I just sort of started moving my head ever so slightly, and it was the sweet ache of what I've been taught. You know, is oh, it must be a trigger point. Oh, mm-hmm. like when you press on this spot, it refers pain to these other areas, so there must be a little knot there. There must be a little trigger point that I have to apply 30 seconds of pressure. I went through a real trigger point phase. Mm. I mean, it's one of the things I Google in the night. Well, have you ever looked at images of just like those diagrams? No. I already know the answer is no, no. No, no? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's they're unbelievable. You could learn a lot. There's a spot that one uh, trigger point woman calls the bitchy point. <laughs> I know I've got one of those. Like, yeah, it's just, it's a really satisfying sort of under the... Um, you massage it to not be a bitch? I think it's like that <laughs> it causes a lot of issues. Where is it? I feel like I, I need that okay, one. Okay, and people are grumpy. So it's low, under the shoulder blade kind of, low. Didn't I make you like lean an elbow on on that spot once? Like I was like, can you just... Yeah, yeah. If you trace the inner line of the shoulder blade down... Oh, yeah, I got it right now. And it's like, you just know you've hit something that needs to be worked out. But it's lower. You can't really reach over and get it. If you haven't Googled, you got to be careful. Because as we know, I go too hard with these things. And then you can like die instantaneously. So I watch these articles about self-massage, self-treatment of like muscles. Okay, and I like go for it, oh, like no. in the neck. The classic, the um, sternocleidomastoid, which I only know from trigger point research, right? I go like... You turn your head to the side and it's like horrifyingly revealed. You see, there's the clavicular part and the sternal part. It splits in two, blah, blah, blah. I've read the same information over and over again. That's scary. to. And then I grab it. So actually what Ah. you're supposed to do, but you relax so that you, so it's softened. You can do that to identify it. And then you relax, you turn in towards it. You work it with your fingers and you feel for little knots. And it's very satisfying, the concept. But okay. I have set off massive headaches as a result. <laughs> where I'm like, went too hard last night. And it's because I conceptually have an idea right. that, you know, it's that thing where I was having that fantasy again, but ooh, if I could just snip the oh, muscle. Oh, God, I'm truly going to pee. Up. The relief, yeah. the relief. Well, that's like when you, know, you have a bad migraine. You just want to drive a screwdriver into your head. Right. That's the only thing that will help is if I actually take a hammer and just bash my face. <laughs> <laughs> right like the relief like yeah. it would release it Ugh. this is like this is me now i get tired at seven o'clock i've been practically asleep by nine all week do you mean this is me now as in covid yeah it's, <laughs> yeah but i do think i've just nine's a very respectable bedtime that's because it's psychotic i can't be someone who goes no i don't nine. mean for you but it's interesting because did you have a bedtime as a child i'm asking because you know these artist parents i of don't yours, remember yeah, I could see you like not having one. But I remember just like when it was pushed. I don't remember having a bedtime. Yeah, I feel like you Ooh. didn't. When it was pushed and it was like nine. Text my mom and ask. And nine sounded so like. Adult. Like nine. Are you kidding? Whoa. And this humongous plastic clock. 
hung in the wall of my bedroom. You know, if I, quote, couldn't sleep, uh, it was like, well, then read in bed. And sometimes I would just stay so up cute. all night long reading no. the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, I mean, until like 4 a.m. or something. Did they know you were in there doing that? I, I, I can't remember. It was part of this idea that my mom was sort of into, which was this kind of you're going to self-soothe thing. Oh, you can't sleep yeah. and you'll read in bed versus coming in here and announcing that you can't sleep. Right, right. I always think the night is 65 hours because the difference between evening and a new day is so vast. I think of You're those right. night hours as deeper. If time just is a lateral movement, it's like night hours are deeper. And I actually think part of it is they are because there's less distraction. Do you fantasize about burning the midnight oil? Because I sure do. Yes. You're right. I also consider the night is like two days long. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it also is an ADD thing. The night's like gun to my head. I'm like, what, 18 hours? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mom responded. And like, I said, do that I have a bedtime growing up? She said, no, not like a serious bedtime. There weren't many rules. Uh, that's amazing. But I, I wasn't mean, like I wild. I don't remember mine being like strict. I want to be clear. Yeah, yeah. I was always... Do you remember, probably same deal, probably don't remember your first R-rated movie. I was just born born watching porn, baby. Yeah. No, I just, uh, my first R-rated movie, no. I think mine was Wildcats or Dirty Dancing, but Mm. Dirty Dancing, the family watched it together, and during the sex scenes, everyone left (gasps) to get snacks and things like that, and I stayed. (laughs) Absolutely. I remember that. I think I was like four. What? I think I was like four, five. I don't know. But I was just like. I have something actually. My parents had exactly two VHS tapes, Lawrence of Arabia and The Last Emperor. And (gasps) I ended up just watching them all the time. Wait, I remember watching The Last Emperor as a child once. Like it came on TV and my dad was like, you should watch this. I watched it a lot. And And it it made an impression. made an impression on me. And there's there's sex in it, first of all. I got to revisit. Or there's like making out. Maybe they're just making out. Yeah. But that, you know, is as good as sex. <laughs> Better than it often. Clearly. But there's a moment where someone dies. And I remember as part of like the funereal, right? Like the ceremony or something. Someone puts a marble in this corpse's mouth. Like a big oh, wow. marble. And that was like <gasps> captivated my attention. Is that? I wonder, th- yeah. I wonder what that is. I like that idea. So nothing can get in or out. Yeah, something. It was like, in my memory, it's a big white marble. Oh, yeah, but I, we talked about this on Poog, I think, how I, yeah, used a bottle forever, sucked from a bottle. Yeah, we've talked about Wait, that, Baba. I don't, th- I don't think we have. <laughs> I'm literally in shock. Really? No, we have chocolate Baba. We have. No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think it's landed. I think we really have that. I Chocolate used- Baba is what you said? <laughs> my Baba, my bottle. I was and old how, enough and that you, I would have like chocolate milk after school and I'd offer it a friend like chocolate baba. <laughs> oh, yeah. We I remember that anecdote. It. For some reason, I feel like it wasn't on Poog, but... It was Poog. I could go for a chocolate baba right about now. My, I had a big plan to order sushi tonight, but I'm going to do it tomorrow night. Mm. Why? I know all decisions like this. It's just too late. And I have stuff for here. For the fish I'm to fine. be fresh? No, no, no. I just mean late in the evening. I just, I have food here. I, I don't want to be too wasteful. I roasted a cabbage this afternoon, for Christ's sake. You did? This is something for the for poo, wow. for the listeners. Yeah. To get, get yourself a green cabbage, okay, from the supermarket. Mm. Okay. Heat your oven to 400 degrees, 425. Okay. Cut the cabbage into quarters. Okay. Douse in olive oil, salt, and pepper. <laughs> Put it in the Pop oven in. for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Pop it open, look it up, maybe rotate the slices for the char. When I tell you I was moaning, moaning, I was bent over the cabbage, <laughs> moaning, and tell okay. me that that won't happen to you. During early quarantine, we would get this delivery box of vegetables, and we would get two purple cabbages. Those last like two weeks. It's amazing. I would chop those babies up. Sometimes I'd saute them with ground meat. Have you ever heard of crack slaw? I think it's like... No. Crack slaw. Like, I don't know where it's big, but it's big. It's almost like coleslaw, but it's so good. Oh, it's crack. slaw. I lost it. Okay. Okay. And so crack slaw is I'm like... I love cabbage. I love cabbage. 
And so I would go really hard with the purple cabbage. And boy, was it beautiful in the pan to see that purple. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Just with the olive oil and the, the stuff. And then working with goddamn ground beef. I'll say it. Working with ground beef. You know, the comforts in early quarantine. Like we, we had Taco Tuesday, but every night. And it was the best. It was really yeah. comforting. I mean, they, yeah. you know, I love that sort of thing. Like, you're not going to keep me to Tuesdays. But yeah, I got to get that cabbage going again. And then I also would like to get my fennel salad ripped from ripped straight from the pages of uh, Ultra Paradiso. And okay. Mm. You mandolin fennel, mandolin cheese, Castle Vitrano Yeah, olives. so you mandolin up the, uh, the fennel. You mandolin it pretty thin. You do the olive oil, but there's a specific, I think a little lemon juice. I feel like there's a little bit of a vinegar, a white vinegar maybe. I believe that. <sighs> Castle Vitrano's. Mm -hmm. And then you plate it like this. You, you mm. throw the, the, the Castle Vitranos, you kind of mash them with your hand. You kind of break them up, a little pile of those. Mm -hmm. Toss the fennel with the olive oil and the vinegar and pile it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Drop the fronds on top. Oh, and then shave. Oh, this is what it is. This is key. Sharp provolone, folks. Oof. You shave sharp provolone on there. The, the intersection of that cheese, the olive oil, with the tartness. Mm-hmm. God. You know what that sounds really good next to a bit? A steak au poivre, which I can make now. Really? I'll make it for you one day. How's that? I'd love that. I, I went through a thing where I was making a lot of steak, and there was this whole thing. I read this wonderful article. You salt the steak, okay? Aggressively, right? Rain and then salt on it. You let it sit there, and then you lay, like, rosemary, mm -hmm. shallots, whatever you want on top, Okay. And you wait like a goddamn hour. Now here's why. You're going to die. The salt through osmosis draws the juices up and out. It soaks up the rosemary and the shallot and then re-sinks back into the steak. Really? Are you not, are you just, are you blown away? I have no idea. And you, you have to watch because you'll see it get like wet and but moist. But then you discard the juice? No, it goes back in. <sighs> No, because I'm familiar steak. with patting a steak dry because you don't want liquid on there. Because then it, oh right, you, know. you don't want it steaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you wipe off the salt, basically. Okay. Okay, so that was my question. So it goes yeah. into the meat. I'm gonna send you. The imagery is like stunning. The imagery, it's like it's like an illustration. Send it to me. Send me the steak article. And then it comes down, and then I would throw it in the pan with with some butter. Mm, 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 oh, mm, look at us, mm. Chef Poog. We've never gone into recipes. I know. Um, I do think we have to get on out. Also, I, I have to eat. Yeah, I can tell you're hungry. So am I, but... The starvation is fully taken I'm over. I'm going to do my Tracy first. I got to do Tracy. I'm going to do it outside on my MRO mat. I paid in full, folks. Believe me, it was terrifying to buy a nine by six mat. Nine feet by six. All right. Really proud of you. Unimaginable. Love ya. Love ya. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, Please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At-